reviewing a movie this week a movie just the one but we just have all three of our massive towering intellects have seen said movie this week it's yes. not just one movie though is it it comes with an awful lot of weight it of does baggage it does it does and it is and it will for we are this week discussing alien covenant yes and um just a warning ahead of time because we're talking about this movie for a full hour there are going to be spoilers because well, inevitably be, there, there is other stuff we'll talk about but yes massive spoiler warning if i can find a siren in the next couple of minutes while we're talking about other stuff i will play a massive honking but you have a little honk don't you? i do but it's just a little, uh, a little give us give us the give us the honk <sighs> and we'll ask our listeners to amplify it voluntarily in their own minds by 10 all right imagine this very loud and echoey <laughs> yeah. kind of fog hall. There we go. You got yeah. to stick. You, you got to jam your your thing in because we're only getting out of one. I've told one you end. that's There's never going to happen. There's spoilers ahead. Uh, anyway, before we get on to the spoilers, we have some movie news. Who wants to give me the first piece well, of movie news? You you might have noticed that we didn't open to the, that. Wasn't the theme from Alien? Uh, <laughs> no, that's very true. What was that the theme from? Downton Abbey. Oh, good. Yeah, all right. That's seems... that what it was. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, it almost of course. Uh, uh, naturally. Yes. I've never seen Downton Abbey. I always imagine it to have like a sort of vaudeville early 20th century piano. Oh, it's the Downton Abbey. <laughs> Here they come. They've all got their tea cakes. I only <laughs> ever watched one episode of Downton Abbey, and some girl had sex with a really hot guy, and he died of sex. <laughs> he died of sex. Oh, I've always worried that this could happen to me. Well, I've never seen Downton Abbey, except for the clip where that Hugh geezer um, vomits up over the um, oh, dining room table. Oh, I saw that clip. Oh, oh it's I... alien. Which is very yeah, alien. Oh, there we in. go. Oh, There's yeah, the link. brilliant. Well yes. done. So there is a Downton Abbey movie, which is the actual news item we're talking about here. Yes. Believe right. it or not. Um, it started filming... Well, it hasn't started filming. It's about to start filming in autumn... Which, um, with my detailed knowledge of how movie production works, I would estimate that it will be out next Christmas. Oh, that's perfect, isn't it? Because it's not a summer blockbuster. No. I'm going to go ahead right now and say it's not going to be a, a, a rival to the next Transformers. But they'll inevitably be standing around in gardens in the sunshine. Or will it be snowy? Oh, I think it'll be a nice Christmassy snowy one. Maggie Smith, she'll be too cold. <laughs> I'm too cold, she'll be in she'll blankets. Say. <laughs> I'm, I'm far too cold. That'll be her thing. Perhaps she'll say, winter is coming. Winter is coming and I'm far too cold and I need a big rug. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go on to more. Yeah, more movie news, please. What else have we got going on in the world? Speaking of society, um, the American society has done a bad thing. The American society? They keep doing bad things. The society of America. (laughs) They've gone ahead and they've made the name Kylo the fastest growing name in the United States. I can. All uh, right, I've got a thought here. In that, mm. Kylo as a name did not exist before it like, did a, not year exist ago, before a year ago. The so, so, even having two people named Kylo would show an increase of 200%. <laughs> so, it's going to have, it's going to be, the, it's like saying, ooh, MySpace is the, is the uh, fastest growing. Must uh, you pick this apart? Yes, yes. I'm, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it's no worse than when kids, called, uh, kids got called Keanu or Kylie or. Yeah, but uh, they're real people. No, but this is a bit Kylo like being is, called Vader or Voldemort or Hitler, isn't it? Mm. No. <laughs> Some people are called. Cool. More movie news. I was nearly Mussolini. <laughs> 
Daniel Radcliffe is set to star in an action comedy in the same vein as Deadpool and Kick-Ass. Right. Um, yeah, it's going to be called Guns Akimbo. I'm out. It's currently in pre... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there we go. Straight out. No. Nope. Um, it's in the pre-production stage currently. Do you reckon... But what, do what, you, do you mean, what do you mean in the same... Ve- what is it? Just nonsense? Well, it's going to... Deadpool and Kick-Ass, well, they weren't just nonsense, really. They were very well-received films. <laughs> yes. yes, but but what is this about? Well, it's going to be, you know, a wise-cracking gunplay film. And right. um, from what I know of it, it's set in the future. And there's um, a Darknet interactive game that pits people against each other in real life. And there's shooting. <laughs> I wanted to have a discussion about Daniel Radcliffe. Do you think he'll be good at it? No. Okay, well, let's move on then. (laughs) Um, The box office total for 2017 is set to be the lowest in a decade. Oh, no. How will all those studios survive on slightly less numbers of millions of dollars? It's interesting, though. It is interesting, because you've got so many big, big, big films out this summer. But they were all wank, wank, wank films, weren't they? Well, well, that's what we're asking. Is it because of Hollywood's reliance on unoriginal ideas, sequels? And it's just that. Yeah. No. No no naughty... Do you think naughty downloads might play a part on the dark web? No, I don't think so. (laughs) I honestly don't think so. The number of users that that, that um, use the the dark web, I think, is much lower than uh, than Ruby Leafs. Than Ruby Leafs, <laughs> yes. Much lower, did you say? Yes. No, I well, and also, I, I I do not participate in dark web activities. Children, they're stealing Netflix on the dark web. <laughs> but uh, what I do think is that same with music. If somebody downloads, say, for instance, perhaps the full, uh, a complete series of the greatest science fiction television. That's program not music, made, love. Uh, Farscape. That um, is. No, I said the same. Toss. The same. The same as music. Uh, then then somebody might go, Good lord, I'm in love with the show. I need to watch it in high definition and buy the Blu-ray box set. And then when the inevitable movie sequel is released they'll go and see that too so money is made yeah but i still think that there's so many opportunities to just stream stuff these days you've absolutely no reason to go searching on the dark web for the latest episode of buffy or whatever it might be that people are like oh i'll wait for it to come out on netflix or amazon or whatever well this is the thing i mean because tv is in such a good place now and there's so many cool original ideas being yeah. thrown around on TV. American Gods is out at the moment. Which, and it's, I know it's a book adaptation. CGI but it's very penis. Good. And there was a penis in it. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Enjoy the penis. <laughs> Enjoy your penis, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I often do. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't think, you know, Transformers, it's, you know, millionth iteration or Fast mm-hmm, and Furious mm-hmm. is going to have the same draw as something cool like American Gods or but this uh, is it, right? American Horror Story. I don't think sequels are the problem. I think it's the pace. It's the way, it's the content. It's the way that everything needs to be explosions and brainless, vacuous action. Whereas if we actually got to sink our teeth a little deeper into character stuff, then we'd see higher box office figures. Well, this is because a lot of films aren't uh, written by people anymore. They're written... By, and, churned out by CGI penises. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's right, yeah. This uh, is the Light Entertainment Programme on sh- BBC. <laughs> We're talking what? about... Was vaudeville better? <laughs> you two, you're well old. Oh, you're always no, going well, on I'm, about... I'm, I was making a point <laughs> about how, like, a movie that's... A, a movie will be written by people, but then it will be scanned by algorithms to mm. see if it appeals to the right demographics, and if not, it'll be More changed explosions. and explosions. Well, the Chinese, isn't it? It's the Chinese. No, it's they like explosions. No, but no, they like robots. The massive, fast-growing Chinese market, I think. Robots. There's now a, they're not all robots, no. No, racist. They enjoy robots. They enjoy a robot. That also seems yeah. racist. No. Oh, come on. 
Of course they enjoy robots. Who's Everyone saying? enjoys robots. That's like saying the Brits don't enjoy sausage and mash. We, I don't think as a coll- robots are to the Chinese what sausage <laughs> and mash are to the British. As a collective, right, you're fine. No, I think, no, it's because there's less of an emphasis on dialogue because obviously dialogue's difficult to dub and translate into a foreign market, which is what people are targeting, which is what I'm... I think some scary music has started. Yes, it has. Yeah, uh, Rue is just making hand signals, which makes for great radio. <laughs> um, no, well, because I think is... Oh, never mind. I'm just looking at your knobs. Well, you keep your eyes off my knobs. Thank you very much. <laughs> right, before we get into the uh, review proper, we last week we asked, who said this? Hi, Shaggy. Uh, Any ideas, Joe? No, that's <laughs> impenetrable. Yeah, it's it's the, one of the more obscure ones. Paddington Bear. <laughs> Let's go with the answer, shall we? They're still not coming around. I think I might have the solution. Try this churro I grabbed from the concession stand. <laughs> Hey, man. Hi, Shaggy. How do you feel? I feel like a couple more churros. Yeah, and donuts, too. Yep, Paddington Bear. Which uh, which <laughs> shows you the exact level of humour of that film as well. How yeah. do you feel? I feel like a couple more churros. No, right. actually, actually, I confess that was from the cartoon as opposed to the film. Right. Um, all right. What was the films we saw last week? Uh, the Belko Experiment. Yes. Mm. And what did I watch? I can't remember. Oh, God, no. Oh, Mr. Magic. No. Mr. Magic? <laughs> That's not a film. Uh, <laughs> Mindhorn. I did. I saw Mindhorn. Um, yeah, so so how does Scooby-Doo... Because, connect? intriguingly, James Gunn directed the Belko Experiment, who you may know as uh, the greatest fan of Farscape, and director of Guardians of the Galaxy. The only other fan of Farscape. You um, and uh, he also directed the two Scooby-Doo adaptations to screen. Right. Can you believe it? Right. I'm with you. But that, that quote came link. from the cartoon. That quote it? came from the cartoon. Right. I just needed Scooby-Doo saying something. I don't uh, understand yeah. why Scooby-Doo doesn't have lips. Because he's a dog. Yeah, but he, can't, he talks though, doesn't he? Yeah, he you does. need lips to talk. Yeah, yeah but uh, Iago yeah. the parrot that... talks on Aladdin and he doesn't Yeah, well, lips. I don't think that's right either. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, all of the animals talked in the flipping Jungle Book, and that was fine. If yes. I was, if I had any skill with movies and CGI <laughs> and things, I would go back through all these talk animal films Give and superimpose <laughs> species-appropriate lips onto them. Wow, <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. That'd be quite arty. And this one, I think, is a fairly easy one. Who said? Bite my shiny metal ass, Samurai Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, Dame Helen Mirren in one of her many roles. Uh, are we revealing the answer at the end of the show or next week? Ruth? Next week. Next week. If so f- tune in next week if you want to find out. my shiny metal ass. Who had a, a shiny metal ass and wanted it biting? Or, you know, have a normal level of knowledge about pop culture for oh, the past yeah. 20 years. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the other way to get that. That also would work. Dolls. Yes. Ah, okay, right. He knows. We're about to we're about to go into uh, our Alien Covenant uh, review. So before then, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Get to the this bunkers. is your only warning. If you haven't seen the film and don't want it spoiling, stop listening now. We'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Feel free to listen to the rest of the show after you've oh, watched the uh, thing. Obviously, don't tell everyone to go. <laughs> Well, it only came out yesterday. Leave I'm, us alone. We're happy here. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you don't want it spoiled, if you, if, if some people can perfectly well enjoy a movie, even though they know what's coming. That's what I was going to say. If you, if you, in, on balance, yeah, if but you some would prefer... people may not know that they can do that yet, and we will be their entryway to this new way of life. How, what, uh, I am um, all uh, right. All right, all right, <laughs> fine. I'm not even gonna. It's it's not worth it, is it? Right. So, Alien Covenant. Alien the Covenant. The eleventy billionth. Uh, 
edition of the Alien franchise. You mean fifth, yes. Which, no. Well, it's Alien versus... Sorry, sixth. 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 Yeah, exactly my point. You don't know, do you? Nobody knows. That's one fewer than Saw. It's not any kind of a record, is it? And they've kept up the same level of quality, haven't they? Yes, anyway, marvellous quality. Anyway, <laughs> so this is... they get is, better as they go. This is the sequel to the prequel, so it's still a prequel to the original, but it's a sequel to the now, le- latest one. It's an in-betweequel. An in-betweequel. Nice, I like that. May I say, I'm, no. up, I'm upset somewhat, but I'm also quite happy. About what? Um, just that this obviously was affected by the fan... Ba- well, Ridley Scott has said as much, uh, that it's affected by the fan backlash on Prometheus, who wanted... They wanted more alien, you know, like... You, you, we haven't you, done 30 seconds yet. Do you want to do 30 you, seconds? You're toothy alien. No. Well, that's a shame, because uh, off you go. Right, OK, so uh, Elizabeth Shaw and David were travelling in a big, sort of strange-looking spaceship that be- belonged to the engineers who uh, made human life on Earth, um, and they were going to look for more engineers. Anyway, they crash-landed this uh, ship. We don't see any of this happen, um, because we're following a new uh, ship called the Covenant. Uh, lots of people go uh, and veer off to this planet where the ship crashed because they think they might be able to put up a hut or something, uh, and then it all goes pear-shaped because they inhale some damage. Dandelions. Hmm. <laughs> that wasn't really the plot of the movie, as it was. That was a background, and then the yeah, first that, that ten was, minutes. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty much <laughs> the plot of the story arc of the prequels into the original. Well, this is what I was going to say. Um, was it fan backlash has altered this oh, yeah. sequel, which was going to be Prometheus Two? In fact, I think it was going to be called Paradise or something, to include more alien. But at the same time, it's not really an alien sequel either. So I imagine people are coming to see this thinking, oh, thank goodness, it's not Prometheus 2. Uh, or maybe they didn't see Prometheus because it didn't have alien in the title. They come and see this and they think, what on earth is all this stuff about David and Elizabeth? Not sure what's happening. Whereas that stuff is what pleased me. I was, I was pleased to carry on and find out more about the engineers. I would have loved to have seen more of the engineers. In fact, in Prometheus, uh, some of the best bits were the deleted scenes and the alternate ending, which featured more engineer mythos backstory stuff. You see, I don't think in a feature film, a feature film that you'd go and see on a Friday night with your family or significant other or by yourself, I don't think you want to get through just reams and reams of lore. I don't think you need it. I think you want to see some action. And you know what? Get a novelisation if you want to read about reams and reams of lore. Or go on the wiki, because there's a wiki for everything now. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? it because we there. were just arguing about uh, why the box office figures are so low. Uh, and I, I think know, it might I mean, be that people with... aren't using their imaginations. People aren't encouraged to use their well, imagination. Well, how's that? How's having just all the lore put in front of you? Using your imagination? That's literally being told what no, happened no, no. and why they're there. The, one of the biggest complaints about Prometheus was that it was too lost as in, like the TV series, there were too many questions unanswered and Paradise was going to be answering a lot of those questions. And it, this has, but not in quite the way I think Ridley Scott first envisaged, which is a shame, that's all I'm saying. It's a bit like the whole Jar Jar Binks being a Sith Lord. It's just never going to happen. That is a shame. What did you think, Scott? <laughs> I was bored of this oh. movie. I think one of the things I want one of, one of the thing the, the thing I wanted to say the most was and you've kind of touched on it a little bit here with everything that you've said the thing that was scary about the original alien in alien the thing that was best about it was that it wasn't about the alien it was about the people reacting yeah. to something massive and unstoppable and pretty much you know, going to kill them all. That was the great thing. We didn't need to know that the big black thing running around the ship, jumping out at people, eating them and dragging them off to a different corner was created by a mental robot 
who had his head chopped off and then was rebuilt by a lady. And then they dropped some goo on some people that did some stuff. And then he wandered around for 10 years. And then some other people came along and he ended up blah, blah, blah. We didn't need any of that. The thing about the alien was it was a big, black, scary monster, much like Darth Vader. I think... Big, black, scary man. As soon as we gave him well, a backstory, it was a pile of toss. He no longer was the big, black, scary man. He was some whiny child who who's uh, who yeah. kill, who yeah. didn't kill his wife it's, but it's, was told he did. It just... It uh, neuters no, no. them. It was completely harmless it's in the, the end. Same, it's the same with everything. Everybody loves a good um, villain origin story. Mm. Sorry, I had a mouthful of tea then. I disagree entirely. I don't need origin stories for anyone. I'm more than happy for there to be a bad guy and there to be a good guy. And as long as we have some motivation and we know why, I don't need to spend two hours, or in this case, four and a half now, if we count the two films together, which, in fact, it'd be more than that. It'd be nearer five because Prometheus was really long, was as long as it was boring. Um, We don't need them. But this is my point. Uh, Initially, really, there were going to be, Paradise was going to be sort of unrelated to Alien again. Which, but remember Ridley Scott saying this is this is its own franchise. It's not. Yeah, fair enough. But I think this kind of thing just works so much better on TV because you give it some time to breathe and you actually get a chance to give a crap about the characters. <laughs> Whereas I didn't care about a single one of those characters. No. Uh, one of the things I said earlier to Joe was... No, I agree with the New Covenant bunch. I yeah, really it's like, care. oh, they're all trotting off down on the planet, and then, oh, they're dropping like flies. I don't know who they are. I don't care that another one's just died. One of, the, one of them's whole personality was... I've got a cowboy hat, and my name is Tennessee, <laughs> yeah. and I drink Jack Daniels and because he was, I'm a cowboy. And he, having survived at the end of the film, spoiler, he's one of the ones that was most fleshed out because yeah. he wore a hat. Question. He's a quirky guy with what? a quirky hat. Although my favourite thing about the film was they toasted James Franco before he had a chance to open his <laughs> fat, smug mouth. Oh, yeah. First it's... ten seconds and woomph, crispy Franco. Excellent. Oh, crispy Franco pancakes. Um, <laughs> my question... Is if he was wearing a hat, how comes everybody forgot to wear spacesuits when they were exploring a, a, a so far uninhabited? Well, it's because they didn't. They well, well, this was this was yeah. Because in good Prometheus point, they did, and there was a big deal about them taking their masks off like idiots. So why did they well, just go well, out they, in their well, because, bloody raincoats? Because when they, they did explain this actually, when they found the planet, um, they said, "Oh wow, it's it's almost too perfect. Like the atmosphere's really Earth-like, and we could breathe there." That doesn't explain why you wouldn't at least wear some kind of face mask. Because yes. there'd be yeah. so many... Because there could be something out there infectious yeah. that's going to kill everyone. But also... Yeah. Like it actually. It's you not know, like it's barren of life. There's bloody trees everywhere. There's like yeah. wheat. Like on Earth in the jungle, you've got tigers and stuff. How do you know you're not going to stumble across something like that? It's just going to rip your face off. Anyway. Well, they do. They well, they do. do. They, they do. do, exactly. They do. Although yeah. a tiger doesn't get into your body from the inside. He should have at no. least put some corks on his hat. you into your Chinese <laughs> medicine. Um, and yeah, I just it, it wasn't as stupid as Prometheus. Like it, the people tended to have slightly better motivations for doing things, but not really. I and think by stupid you mean restrained. No, I mean stupid. Like you no, don't... I think this was too too keen on giving you all the answers, whereas Prometheus held quite a lot back, and that frustrated you because well, no, you th- thought it didn't have any answers, whereas it was hoping for a sequel. My God, you are a telepath, Rue. You should be on the psychic yep. network yep. with your thinking. Yep. No, <laughs> the thing that, I mean, like, the, the script in this was like, we're 10 minutes in, and, like, the, the, the new captain is like, oh, they don't respect me because I'm a man of faith. And, like, this has not been mentioned at all yeah. up to this point. Why, what faith? What faith, yeah. It's, like, it's mentioned a few more times, but no, at no point do we see him praying. He's not even wearing a crucifix or anything like that. Yeah, Elizabeth, just, Elizabeth Shaw was a religious... 
character. Tedious. Um, no, but no, no, she yeah. was no, but she she was well, she wasn't no, spiritual's the best one. Because she was questioning the meaning of life and everything constantly. And I, I, I like those themes here Buddhist. Those themes seem to have been crowbarred in here. Whereas if it was a straight on continuation, I think it would have been fine. I think it's it's got that um what movie was it where people stood in rooms and explained the plot to each other? Because uh, it's got a bit of that to it. It's like stuff happens and then people stand around and talk about stuff for a while and then more stuff happens and then people stand around. But none of the script made any sense. There was my favourite bit when I actually rolled my eyes at this point was one of the characters as they're walking through this, this uh, alien forest thing went, listen, can you hear that? What? Nothing. Nothing. There was an I'm old like, centre park. I nearly advert. said, "Kill me, kill yeah. me now!" When they did that, I'm like, "If this is the best script you've got, that was that was lifted straight from an advert for centre parks. That was an advert. Yeah. It was. It's it's one of the oldest kind of. Uh, it's quiet, too quiet. Yeah, is exactly what it was. It was yeah. that trope. And didn't was didn't one one character at one point say? None of this makes any sense. And I was like, right there with you, sweetheart. I am with you on that one. Oh, no, it just... No, but oh. you've got to admit that the scary uh, the scary early moments worked because there was a build-up to them. Whereas scary in scary moment? Well, you know, like um, him being all cold and wobbly and blue and having his spine uh, opened by whatever's the, living the inside. The first... Oh, yeah, this is good. On to chest... On chest bursting. Yeah, a true tires on chest bursting. Let's, let's have a quick chat about chest bursting. <laughs> Dr. Samuel Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was a chest burst. There was first chest burst. Ooh, gruesome. Bit, you know, a bit scary. Fair enough with you on that. It didn't then, come out his it, chest. It wasn't really scary. Well, I mean, we knew bit, what was well, going to happen. Yeah, I know, but it was kind of like a bit sort of... It was very visceral. It was very yes. viscerally realised, and I think yeah. it was well realised from a special effects standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, they kept chest bursting all the bloody time, <laughs> yeah. and in all kinds of different ways. Yeah, I mean, the first one had one, and it was terrifying. The second one had two or three, I think, not that many. The third one... Uh, didn't even have one until right at the very end. It was because... Um, no, there was one that came out of a dog, which was the one that was chasing them around the weird old abandoned prison thing. And then, But then the, one, the big build-up was the one that was inside Ripley, which comes out just as she's jumping into the fire at the end to kill herself. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it was. It's it, the the and this is the thing with this film, and and as well with Prometheus, it's like not knowing, and the build up towards is much better when there's a. It's better because you're building to something. When you just like splat, 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 things jumping out at people, it loses all. Aliens was very much things jumping out at people, but people love it. Jumping hey, out I... of people, uh, not yeah, jumping out well, at people. Well, there's yeah, but I mean, aliens was gun hose. It was a war splashy, movie. Yeah. Splashy, splashy blood, blood everywhere, wasn't it? Well, it was. It was a war movie. It was designed to be, but it was yeah. again. It was this people up against this unkillable foe kind of thing like the first one they don't know what it is they're terrified the second one they're still not sure but at least they have guns and even the guns don't help because they almost all die apart from ripley who you know dies several times um anyway uh yeah chest bursters what do we think about the uh the 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 face burster almost like the kind of throat the face hugger the throat no the throat squirter the one who oh, in the grass he, he was one up. about in the grass like the second one coughed yeah. one up you never see a chest burster come out of anywhere inappropriate do you well, do you not think a massive penis-shaped thing jumping out of anyone <laughs> anywhere is enough? And no, if they have an extra penis with teeth in their mouth. They also, never, they, you never a, get a chestburster out the armpit or the gooch, do you? Well, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, that applies that to men, maybe. Oh, imagine as a woman pushing a human being out of your... 
or you know a, well, yes. a life format of your genitals. That's quite Imagine alien, that. really, isn't it? It is quite alien. Yeah, it's I very actually, alien. I actually thought the first one, that the little white one that popped out of his back, I thought that was quite cute. He was scampering around, yeah, wasn't he? all soft and tiny and white. He didn't even have a little mouth until yeah. he did. Yeah, and then he really did. And then he really did. He didn't have any lips either. No. You know what was good about that? He didn't. They didn't try and make him talk. He well, wasn't wise cracking. He was going. Yeah, yeah, well, we yeah, got on to yeah. we got on to uh, David being thinking he could communicate with it. I can see that being a next a, a, a part of the next one. He's we're going to start because this one we had alien vision and they put that kind of weird kind I like of that. red throbbing thing. No, I didn't need it. It didn't need like, it at all. No, it was entirely pointless. Why Why are you trying to make us see from the aliens' point of view? I don't care what the alien sees. I just want to see the cataracts. Alien. Yeah, it, it didn't look right, did it? <laughs> Get these spec savers, alien. <laughs> Imagine just one massive lens. It's got no ears. How's it going to stay on? Has it tried contacts? <laughs> just a massive hubcap-sized contact. Tell you what, when I, last time I went to the optician, they kept blowing air in my eye. I yeah. This is, is this I'm the not thing? A fan I've of never that. had that before. And it was like testing my eyeball. I tell you, do that to an alien. He won't stand for it. No. I was nearly out of there. Well. So. But I, I thought the baby aliens, their graphics were a bit too sharp. Like, they, they're a bit too HD. Compared it to was, the they were a bit CGI, and I would have mm. liked to see a little bit more because they were very suddenly shiny and white and clean. Yes, um, as soon as they'd popped out of someone's viscera, <laughs> um, I would have liked to see you know a little bit of staining. Yeah, I, 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 I don't that. understand <laughs> why when the when the proper alien came up out of um, the man with faith, um, it faith man. it came. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it a really up stupid scene, like well. it was on a podium. Yeah, and then and then it did a little wavy thing. With David did a little wavy thing at it, yeah. and it responded. It was very yeah, very a weird. Mexican wave. Really yeah. didn't like that. No, in fact, that whole that whole section of the movie, like where David shows the captain man, the man of faith, all these. What uh, is his name? All these alien. No one cares. I, I, I honestly don't know. I prefer Hat Man. Hat, yeah, yeah Hat like, Man was better. I like Tennessee, the Hat Man. At least he had a name that made sense when he looked at him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as opposed to Faith Man, who who's, I honestly don't know what his name was. Don't care. I don't like the way he was so against giving that bloke a funeral. Well, that that seemed weird, for, it, especially considering he's, he's a man of faith. Yeah, he doesn't Very want odd. to give the bloke a man of, uh, the bloke a funeral. But then, like David goes, "Oh look, here are lots of dead aliens." Come this way, let me show you my creation. Yes. And he's like, all right, yeah, I'll follow you down this, into this dark hole where there's only the yeah. two of us. Oh, look, Seems all these legit. egg films, all these egg things. Yes, I will get closer to them and touch one and stick yeah. my face yeah, in one. Yeah, when he opens up the, the alien sack pod at David's behest, and, and David goes, why, why don't you look into it? It's yeah. like, well... Fair enough. Yes, it's, I will. It's, I am curious. It's, it's the equivalent of like saying, oh, we've got something on your shirt. And they look and you flick them in the nose. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it is just exactly that. And I was like, is this what the Alien franchise has been devolved into? We've gone from this flipping terrifying thing that's going to shove a, a, a knob essentially down your throat and put an alien in you to, hey, look at this. Come over here, look at this. It's fine, I, I tell you, I promise. Come over here, look at this. Get really close. Get your face right yeah. up to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just know this was bad. Can we talk about Walter and David? So, right, if you've not seen yeah. the film and you're still listening for some bloody reason... Why would you? Um, Should we have another song? Because this song's like... The, the yeah. next track oh, is like yeah. five minutes long. Oh, okay. but it's bloody good, though. We'll it's talk... proper alien action stuff. All right, we'll okay. be back in a little while. Talking androids. Make yourself comfy. Put the kettle on. Actually, yeah, a cup of tea sounds quite nice. Loon. Jed Kurzel sounds Jed. like that's such a farmer name, isn't it? But I preferred Mark. Jed Kurzel there, don't we? You got a big upright piano, plays along to all the films in the village. I preferred Mark Streetenfield. Feld. Okay. Streetenfield. Well, I never met him. 
He did uh, Prometheus music, which was much more kind of woof, 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 woof. woof, woof. <laughs> it was who let the dogs out? By oh wait, no, they're xenomorphs. Man. Yeah, <laughs> who let the xenomorphs out? Um, right. So we it wanted to talk David. about androids. David let the xenomorphs. Out. Ah, he did. Yes, he did. Lol. Ah. So ah. there's two androids in this film. They are both played remarkably by, by Michael Fassbender. Fassy yeah, but oh, why? But why? Because it's the same. So on the Covenant, which is the new ship, which we're introduced to, there is an android who you think is David from Prometheus at the start, um, but is in fact just the same model. Well, the same visage on an updated android model, um, and he is called Walter. Yeah, but his his he's reason American. his reason for being American and slightly different to David is that they changed the uh, the model because uh, last time you were too scary. You could think for yourself. You upset people. Yeah. So why keep the same blooming Weird. face? That would scare people, wouldn't it? Are you like David all the time? Don't be David on me now. <laughs> Don't be... Well, you know, <laughs> it's, David, it's like the difference between an iPhone six and an iPhone six S or whatever it is. It's yeah. like it's a it's a tiny upgrade. He's got no pubes. This one. He's got none at all. He's a an iPhone, does an iPhone <laughs> six have pubes? <laughs> no, very, it's just a smoother design. It's got a very select phone case. <laughs> feel quite ill <laughs> right so what did you want to talk about fast on fast action yes well so um david i will tell you now is set up as the villain in this film and shockingly i know and when we first meet david um when um the crew of the covenant crash land on the planet um david, david appears david appears in a brown cloak which pulled over his head and goes, holding a weapon follow me like a strange sort of hammer horror voice, and yeah. then shuffles off into the, a cave. Yeah, if he, I, <laughs> I, I, I thought at the time if he had a hunchback, he'd look a lot like um, Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror Show. He absolutely would. I was it? hoping that was Elizabeth, me. And he, no, well, he obviously wasn't going to be, was it? Well, I was fingers uh, crossed. She's far too expensive. And it, yeah, and <laughs> she's you, done her time. You get twice as much fastbender for the price of one <laughs> fastbender. Um, that's true. And, and you even get to see him snog himself. Yes. Here, I wanted to, this is what I wanted to say. Not, not before being taught how to play the flute with the marvellous line, I'll do the fingering. I'll do the fingering. Yeah, there was a big snigger in my... Just, in yeah. my same here. Yeah. Just keep blowing. I'll do the fingering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah There's I mean, actual line. Of come on. A lot, of, a lot of sexual tension between the two fast vendors in what I assume was a ploy by the international underwear lobby um, <laughs> trying to boost sales. Do, do you? Um, oh, you've made a mess there, haven't you? <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, you've, but, oh, you've done a you've done do you, a dirty do you not... mess, and you'll have to buy a multi pack. <laughs> why? But why? But it's really weird to have a sexual tension scene on two characters who physically cannot have any sex. They're, no, but they like they're like action man. They're just plastic underpants. Do they have? There. Do they? They must. I think they do have wieners. Why? <laughs> I don't know what is it say penises, and I realise I actually can say penises. It's fine. It's just science. <laughs> wieners. Um, yeah, yeah, but they're only used is, for unlocking it, doors and things. Is it ever... Yeah. They're not like R2-D2. That's, that's R2-D2. Bloop, <laughs> bloop. <laughs> um, you didn't see that at home, but I just did a tiny little gyration. As if I were unlocking a door with my dingle. I just beautiful. don't understand how that line got in. Because it's not sexy. It's not s- s- steamy it's and erotic. It's sensual. That, yeah, it? that's the one line in this that you had issues with. I've already mentioned how the script was, you know... Awful. No, honestly, that line shouldn't have been allowed. I'll oh, do the fingering. It just it just took everybody right out. Everybody was laughing, and all of a sudden, everybody thought, "Actually, this film's not quite so good as we thought." Oh, maybe they was already thinking that. That was the English market. Maybe. I think as well. I want like the 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 spores floating around, and then going in an ear and up and uh, the, the, like the one in the ear. 
was fine until we saw like the CG of the spores traveling into the ear canal and digging their way into the thing. We didn't need that. Well, because we, need we would that. have assumed that anyway. Yeah, and then he scratches yeah. his ear anyway. I didn't need to see like an uh, like, essentially just an animated look at what the spores are doing. And then the second one, the guy gets his face up really close, pokes it, and is surprised when it squirts him in the face. You know, I just don't... I just it, it, that, that's Prometheus levels of but stupid right there. Isn't it interesting that the aliens have uh, no no way of uh, what's the word inseminating? Well, David, well, a robot, an android. They need meat. They need they need blood and life force. Yeah, and DNA. They they they, they all take a um, their form from the host. Uh, organism. That's how they work. That's why the one in three is a different shape because it comes out of a dog rather than a human. Mm. And in the first, I mean, it's good to see the, like the alien. Part, I'm I'm kind of torn on this as well. Like the form of the alien in the first one, the very first one, it was a guy in a rubber suit, and that was because it was done in like the early '80s and they didn't have the kind of CG technology we have now. And now we have it standing on a, a like crouching on a um, a rooftop, being lit by lightning as it charges across the square to get on board the little lander ship thing, and all that kind of malarkey. And you know, it looked great, but at the same time, not really seeing it that well was part of the thing because it was a little bit unknown. Yeah, and then it just looked like a big animal, didn't it? And yeah. because because it doesn't have any kind of dialogue or thought process or anything like that. it doesn't really have motivations beyond just a primal urge to kill mm. um when you you know it, it's like just watching a, a tiger at work it's not scary when it's just out in the open it's just kind of like oh what an interesting animal yeah um whereas you know when it's in the dark and hidden it's got an air that that lends it in itself an, an aura of mystique that yeah. it doesn't in itself possess i i think i think if it weren't uh, one of the things i liked or if 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 you take this scene entirely out of the movie, if I'd seen just this, I mean, we did see it, it was in the trailer, but if we'd seen just the scene in the shower mm. by itself, I mean, it was gratuitous sexy times. It could easily... Wow, wow. Yeah, I think we know, should have seen hot... more of that shower scene. I wouldn't have minded a CGI penis for well, good helping. No. <laughs> well, there, were, there is a dead body on the floor, I didn't, and I didn't realise until after it had gone past, but there may well be a wang showing. I don't want to see a dead wang. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to see a I don't want to living, ruin, breathing that's going on the soundboard. I don't, I don't want to ruin this for you, my love, but the actor, the, the, the actor playing him was probably not dead at the time. Well, I'll do the fingering. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, I don't want to, a dead wang is just the same as a live one. Anyway, <laughs> like that, that scene on its own had some sex. It was a little bit sexy. It was gratuitous, unnecessary, completely in the... in the. Uh, we needed more of a build-up to the yes, actual this killing. Is, sorry, just for, to clarify, this is towards the end of the film where the alien has found its way aboard the Covenant. Yeah, which was never all really over. explained either. I mean, it's kind of implied that, that David somehow brought David it somehow. on board. No, but, no, no. Face hugger. We had the other guy, and he was in the med bay, remember? Oh, and while they weren't yeah, looking, it burst yeah. out of him some way yeah, or another. Yeah, he's right. He's right. All right. Because they, yeah. they got the face hugger off. The, the guy who had his cheek burned with the acid. Yes. The, the, the random guy who has no name that we don't care about. No, that, yeah. that's all of them. But uh, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is, again, the point. We don't know what their names were. He's the one who got his half his face burned off by the acid is all we can say about him because we don't know who he was. Incidentally, But also, he didn't really have a personality. No, he none of them did. just there because he was left. <laughs> and, and then, the, well, the only one who had a bit of personality was uh, the wife of Dave Franco, who was miserable because her... her masturbator of a husband got toasted in the first minute but then she went from oh sad mopey suspicious to action man when yeah. she's swinging yeah. off the of thing course you shooting. Would. if you've got nothing else to lose of course you would 
She's got nothing left to lose, but she's jumping around on the outside of the ship. She's yeah, because you're thinking, sod it, I don't care if I die, but this this guy who is one of these like, alien things who's responsible for the loss of my husband, oh, they're going to get all this shrapnel in their face if I have one, if I have anything to say about it. The alien had nothing to do with the... No, the, but it's like, it's a symbolic kind of victory, isn't it, for her? The alien did nothing wrong. <laughs> um, which, and this is, again, this is another thing. I mean, who was... That's true, actually. Who was David expecting to to snare with this? I mean, you know, space is huge. Well, I think he was just counting on somebody being about. I mean, to be fair, he can play a waiting game because he's an immortal android yeah. who's clearly gone insane um, through isolation. So he probably well, doesn't have a normal perception mental. of time. He was already mental. Uh, but, oh, but oh, do, 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 though. Do, there, was a, <laughs> there was a good bit. You're doing Jed uh, Kerr's over there. Yeah, it's me, yeah. <laughs> What's, the, what's that, Jed? I had an insight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there was a nice bit, which I did actually like, between Walter and David, where um, they're discussing you know, their nature and the nature of their intelligence and their ability to feel love or whatever. And um, David does a quote, um, which he then goes, Ah, oh, Byron. Ah, <laughs> yes. The immortal words of Byron. Oh, yeah, and then la- uh, yeah, yeah, and then later... Um, Walter goes, yeah, he did that quote? And he goes, oh, it was Byron, the immortal words of Byron. And he goes, ah, no, Shelley, actually. And then, he, and David's kind of like, ooh. Which makes, I think that's, that was meant to imply that maybe he was... Scrambled. He was scrambled. Yeah, that was, that that was kind of, the, yeah, I got he that. Was, he was fallible. Was, well, the next line that came out of uh, Walter's mouth was, one wrong note eventually brings down the symphony, which was yeah. supposed to say to us, I can see that this bit's wrong with you, so probably there is a lot more, he- which probably has a lot to do with your hobby of building aliens to kill people <laughs> and aliens. wiping out an entire civilization. Also, also, right, so David um, has a hobby. He's an amateur taxidermist. Isn't he just, yeah. <laughs> He's studying all like aliens and stuff and human anatomy. And there's all drawings, pencil and paper drawings, all around his little grotto, <laughs> his death grotto. <laughs> and you think, where have you got paper from? Oh, the Prometheus. Where have you got paper? Yeah, but why is there paper on the Prometheus? No, it's the a bloody Prometheus spaceship. blew up in Prometheus. They've got, oh, no, it's, okay, it's well, the, the, uh, the other one, the other ship. Why would they have why would paper? Why would they have paper on board? Because they, she, she went from the Prometheus. Remember when... Oh, that, she grabbed a couple of pads that, of A4 on the way through. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> might need it. It might be a quick, long journey. Let's play hangman. The covered quickly. <laughs> We were, that we don't know if these if the if the engineers had ever invented post-its. Quick, nip to the nip to the stationery <laughs> cupboard, grab some paper clips. Witness the bounty of the human civilization. <laughs> well, perhaps he's got other hobbies and can make his own paper. He's a paper well, he, maker. Well, he's, he's had ten years, so maybe. Well, so he's he's invent. Oh, has it? Perhaps so he's, so pre- he's he's gathered raw materials, <laughs> refined metal to create some kind of pulping machine, and then gone through the process of refining and mass-producing paper. Has perhaps, he? Perhaps that's the answer to what he's got in his underpants: a printer. Okay, what, just a little fax machine, just a sideways <laughs> slot, like, like, like a chip and pin machine. Yes, it's like a reel in. My reels run out. <laughs> no. Please replace paper. <laughs> paper jam. No, paper jam. No, no. Yeah, no, this is disgusting. Um, and and, and, and uh, there's so many plot holes here. For example, I just, the, 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 the just, I, I'm what? trying to get my, I don't know where I want to start with this. Let's for a second. I don't, I don't, okay, plot holes are plot holes, but I think that the, the, the one... Well, I haven't told you what it is yet. No, but I mean the one... Because you're talking over me. The one problem I have... Still. Is that... <laughs> it's not going to stop, is he? Go on, you, do, you say your thing. Oh, no, 
I just think that it's all a bit too. Um, uh, they you come didn't out ready. Have a point, they did come you? out you ready, ready for a fight, and then they grow super quickly. It's like well, you're right. Sorry, I'm just going back to the whole suspense thing. I mean, plot holes are plot holes. That's all plot. But I just think, in terms of the actual yeah, that's, science, that's, and, that's uh, irrelevant. No, really. no. But the whole science and truth and 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 and, and uh, biology of these creatures should be consistent with even the first film, right? And it took the alien in that in the, in the original a little bit longer to grow. Yeah. Well, this was like so full bloody chest. Hefty. Yeah, chest bursters take hours, not five minutes. Yeah, and they're tiny, I mean, and they grow, was... and they grow because they eat things, and they grow because there's yes. they have biomass, as opposed to in this film where he, he coughs it up and it's about the size of a fist. It runs off into the into the bushes for a couple of minutes and comes back <laughs> nearly a full sized alien. At least it's uh, on the same lines as in Prometheus, where. Uh, she pulls that thing out of her stomach with the cesarean machine, leaves the room. So that room is a is an operating she room. She leaves it for a good half hour, though. What does it eat? It's in a sterile medical bay. Unless it's eaten a couple of oxygen tanks that have exploded <laughs> inside it and inflated it, there is no way it got to be bigger than the engineer it eventually face-hugged. It does not make sense. It was a crap film. No, it was this a one good was film. no. No, they were both awful. Right. Anyway, my point. What yes, I was plot coming holes, to. Plot holes. Give me a plot hole. Oh, there were so many, but the one I wanted to talk about was the whole engineer civilization in in itself. Like they have no defense against this weapon that they created, which is like right, fine, fair enough. Well, it's like we don't have any defense against nuclear weapons, except more nuclear weapons. Yeah, but they're not sentient, are they? Nuclear weapons. Well, quite, but yeah. Right, so, all right. And I, I was about to say, they're supposed to be more advanced than us. So you'd think at some point, someone creating a weapon would go, hang on, we probably need a way to stop this in case it gets used against us. Um, which, all right, fine. So they didn't have a defense because they were never expecting it to be used on their home planet or wherever they were. Fine. But then, where are all the rest of them? Because they, they're obviously space Jetting about, yeah. They're obviously spacefaring. So and they have colonies on other planets. That's how Prometheus started. Oh, you mean nobody came home in all nobody that time? Nobody came back and went. Oh shit! What happened here? <laughs> well, I think what that was, it was implied to be. I think it was meant to be like a weapons outpost. Well, um, the, the one in Prometheus was a weapons outpost. Yeah, was it? Yeah, this was, was this was R&D. paradise. This was their home. Was that their world. home world? Supposed yeah. to be. Oh, oh well. That's what Elizabeth Shaw and all. Well, that didn't, didn't they all? All the engineers they all got. I'm not sure what happened to them. They all got pompeyed. Yeah, and this yeah. and this was another thing. Was like th- this, and this is this is the thing that's that's very very um, uh, it's very tra- prevalent in f- uh, sci-fi films, especially. And it's mostly used because it's a plot device. But um, genocide? No, <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, more that um, if this is their home planet, then presumably, much like ours, there will be. Uh, life forms all over it, not just yeah. in the city centre where we have the plot of the film. You know, yeah, you're right. That, you know, it, like oh, fine. So let's say that. It, let's, well, no, but hang on. Let's say that if 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 what David did by killing all these people with that weapon also infected them and other life forms with the alien, which you said. Whenever did, anybody yeah. came back, as soon as they got out their car park space or whatever, they'd be attacked by an alien and impregnated and which that would is, be that which it? is fine yeah and, and i get that but so let's say that let's say that um for for the sake of argument that the city that that uh, the engineers lived in was essentially new york it was one of the biggest cities in the world it's where a lot of powerful people yeah, if you of infected happened. new york yeah, with something, infected, it wouldn't take long for everywhere else to no but it wouldn't be instantaneous is the thing it's like people in australia and india and africa they'd have time to prepare and south america they'd have time to leg it yeah because all you leg it where away to Mars. one of the many other planets that they have colonized 
is the point. They're not stuck on one planet like like we are. Mm. But yeah, this this thing goes off in what is essentially one city, well, and perhaps then they pow, did. that's it. But we don't have we don't have an answer either way for that. So perhaps they did. But David would still be stuck there, wouldn't he? Well, yeah, but you'd think that. It's, I mean, if if that happened on Earth, you'd think that we'd that eventually they'd come back and kind of try and retake it. Well, I don't know. Not if you, not if you know that there's a pathogen out there that would. That could yeah, have I know, mutated I know. This even is, this is, We've gone into conjecture a bit, but my point was the whole kind of engineers and builders, they seemed really... like They they came they were all cheering and waving when the ship came back. I mean, that's not... It's because it was their ship. Yeah, so? Well, they were like, yay, ship. That's like that's like that's like people standing and waving when a train comes into into. Yeah, uh, they did in the old days when yeah. the Victorians would wave their hats, wouldn't they? And do they do Not it now? To any train they see. And, <laughs> and do they do it now? Is that a thing? Do, do people stand there to wave people in as they come back to King's Cross? Not so much, no. But perhaps no, this well. ship was a, one of a new build or something. And it's, it's again a long time. No, I think what it was was it was a way of having a lot of people underneath the ship. So when David dropped the weapon, lots of people died graphically. So we could see that it was. David dropping a weapon to kill people graphically. Why, when did he drop the weapon? Uh, Why did he have white hair and was so pale? Because that was how he did originally have his hair in Prometheus. He was, oh, he was yeah. blonde in Prometheus. Oh, yeah, yeah, so he was. Right. Um, shall, <laughs> we should probably we wrap, wrap this up? up. Yeah, it's about well, Okay, time. so it, before we do that, though, what are our three top favourite alien films? All right, in, in order. Uh, for me, um, one, two, and Resurrection. For me, um, Alien vs. Predator. Alien versus Scooby Doo. <laughs> Alien versus Mary Poppins. Alien versus Mary Poppins. Oh, yes. that's a good Very one. Good. Yeah. Oh, look, he's in the he's in the bag <laughs> the whole time. She goes spoilers. Where well, she meets Dale. Why don't you look in your bag, Mary? I know what's in my bag. No, just open the bag and really look. <laughs> get your face right in there. Get your face right Go in there. And then, oh, yes, okay, naughty Victorian <laughs> bitch. Get your face in the handbag. Okay. Anyway, and Rue. Um, uh, Prometheus this and Alien 4 in in order yes you're right yeah <laughs> jeez join us next week bye. for another bye. episode of Are You Sitting Comfortably you can listen to Are You Sitting Comfortably weekly live on East London Radio at 12pm on Saturdays or you can catch up with every episode we've done so far at elrcomfortably.co.uk